0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some
1: material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local
0: health authorities for the latest
1: on COVID nineteen. The Minutia Men celebrity interview is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine OPI show.
2: And friends and everyone at OPI shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom. Please do that now. That's
0: something you should have been doing anyway. Cover your mouth when you cough. Come on, people. And with that, we have a special message from actress,
2: comedian, and fan favorite, Milana Vindru.
0: I just want to wish the people of Chicago a safe, warm, peaceful stay at home. Please
2: stay healthy. Please help other people stay healthy by staying home. Stay safe, Chicago. Thanks, Milana. Thank you.
0: Guys, seriously, you can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity.
2: You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview. Interview with Rick and Dave. All right, Dave.
0: I'm very excited about our next guest. You may have seen him perform his stand up act on Comedy Central, where he's regularly featured, or you may have seen him on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, or one of his many national radio appearances, or maybe you've seen his web series aptly titled. Hashtag Ryan Beck Show on YouTube. Or maybe you've listened to him on his podcast, Falling in Love with My Wife. But most importantly, you'll hear him right now. Please welcome comedian Ryan Beck. How are you, Ryan?
2: Hey, guys. How are you? It's good to be here.
0: Not sure how this happened. um, And I think uh, heads are going to roll back at headquarters. But it appears that you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Proudly, okay. So I apologize to most of the listeners.
0: So this has been a very short interview. Thanks for
1: being on. <laughs> Great
2: and, right to be uh, here.
0: <laughs> Actually, aren't, aren't
1: you? Aren't you guys due for a player dying? Isn't this oh, uh, about the time wow. that somebody goes? Wow!
2: <laughs> you just went <what laughs> oh, with my that. Goodness, that is. I not certainly cool. hope not. I certainly hope not. <laughs>
0: Actually, to be totally honest about it, Ryan, I think this is a, a good year for the Cardinals. That Arenado trade pretty good
2: it's pretty wild how just one player can make you feel uh much more optimistic about everything you know it's pretty pretty crazy
0: well please be nice to the cubs this year that's all we ask
2: they got to be nice to themselves you know they gotta, <laughs> <they> gotta,
1: <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> uh you know uh i'm an actually i'm actually a white Sox fan and the cardinals cardinals are my national league team uh Pretty much just to piss off Cub fans, but one. let me ask you now that uh, Tony LaRusa is our manager, what's the over-under on Tony LaRusa DUIs, do you think? Because he just had one a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Or a month ago or something, didn't
2: he? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think um, whether, we don't know exactly what's in his system, but he definitely will be asleep in, in a car at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just keep an eye out. You know, if, the, if it's the third inning and no one can track down the manager, you might just want to check the parking lot. I've actually
0: uh, been spending today uh, going down the Ryan Beck internet rabbit hole, and, and there's, a, <laughs> there's a ton of great stuff out there. Uh, but one of the funniest things I saw was your quest to find the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, oh, yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience?
2: Well, that was fantastic! So I was working at Comedy Central at the time, and we went out to cover the Fringe Festival and make some videos out in Scotland, and it was just a great experience. But um, we had this wild idea to just go track down the Loch Ness monster because, I mean, that's what that's what you do if you're in sure. Scotland. And uh, we quickly found out that uh, Loch Ness is—it's a big country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <so> Loch Ness—it <laughs> took quite a drive to get out there, but um, we, you know, we met a guy that that professionally this is what he does and you know he can't say that he thinks it's fake because it's like how he makes his money you know he's like doing like um it, it, he's like holding court for you know old people who have gone to gone there you know even like <laughs> right, telling yeah, them stories it. he has to really. he's all in on it <laughs> and so you know we went out there we tried to track it down and just like a, a nice you know whatever tricks that we could we could think of and uh, at one point we're interviewing this guy and this was my favorite thing to ask him because i wanted to know why he's tracking down the loch ness monster i was just like so what when you catch it like what how are you going to cook it <laughs> that's the only reason to dedicate your life to finding this myth- mythical creature is that you want to eat it right i don't i couldn't understand
0: yeah. and you had loch ness uh-
1: of uh, uh, recipes ready to go well well yeah know, i mean I I, love I, ba- it's bagels and loch ness right isn't that what you would mean?
2: <laughs> yeah that's a perfectly acceptable way i think that's a great <laughs> some capers some red onion delish it was great uh, you know it was a really great experience to go to scotland it was, it was very cool
1: well it was great i mean the, the i saw the video as well and i also spent the money or money i also spent the morning uh doing research the Ryan Beck research and I found a bit I don't know where you did this but it was called burning and learning and explain so did you eat a really hot pepper and then you had somebody that
2: was just a goofy bit like I mean so much of this is the thing that's so frustrating um, about you know being an entertainer now and being a comedian especially is like you want to get eyes on your things and so you try to just crack different um, ways to get Notice So you can like make things that people care about. I wouldn't say that me eating hot peppers and answering trivia was like a stroke of genius by any (laughs) sense. Um, You know, it's not the most compelling thing, but it like did pretty well for us at Comedy Central. And it was like a really fun thing to do. But that was the idea is like I'd eat something really hot. And before I could have any kind of relief, I answer these trivia questions that my friend Nate would um, pitch out there and so you know you're just trying to um get eyes on your stuff because there's that's that's the real tough thing is like there's so much out there and it's like it, that's why i always come back to it's like if i don't actually care about something or i don't think it's going to be fun then i just don't want to do it you know <laughs> maybe i'm being a disgruntled uh uh old man now but i don't know
0: well you're you're a new yorker now so you know that's that's <laughs> uh you just got to hate the world that's just how it works right uh, we're simple folk here in Chicago, um, but I, I think for the the last year or so, uh, you've been doing the podcast, falling in love with my wife, with yeah. uh, with your wife,
2: a perfect with my wonderful perfect wife. casting. Uh, yes, thank you. That's been fun.
0: Dave and I can't That's even get our wives to listen to the podcast. How do you How do you get your wife to do a show with you?
2: Well, honestly, it was uh, in large part her um, brainchild because, you know, we're locked up in the house and um, we thought oh, it would be fun to um, go through. The initial idea was to go through uh, our, the, the New York Times has this list that if you answer all these questions, then you'll fall in love with a person. And so we decided to see if that answering those questions as a married couple would ruin our marriage. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we just went to try to get to know each other um and a lot of it i think we already knew but we've had some really fun conversations and now we've um continued that into a second season and um uh, you know it's been really fun it's just it's you guys know it's fun to podcast so it's it's uh really enjoyable to do that with my wife who's very funny and um we just got into an argument about who's funnier on our last episode and um <laughs> you know that that in turn i think was enjoyable to listen to <laughs>
0: I think uh, after a year of being uh, around your wife every second of every day, um, which is basically all of us, right, every married person in America, mm. um, and then also working with them, you it, you must be in love with your wife. It's got to be true love.
2: I think – I mean, here's the thing. It's like I think my generation is um, – you know, we kind of – do things a little later. I mean, whether, whether, for whatever reason. Um, so we got married, you know, in our thirties. And so I think we had already lived together. We kind of did things a little differently than maybe generations past. And so it, it just works. We already knew how everything worked out. So getting married was like, okay, how can we throw a great party and then do we need any new dishes? (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. uh yeah, yeah right. i mean i would say that we're definitely yeah we're very in love I, I love uh spending time with her that's been the only thing that's gotten me through this year is her pla- like planning what we're going to eat so we have something to look forward to because i can't do stand-up in a pandemic you know yeah that's true um so it's just been uh pretty tough in, in that way but you know having her around has been really sweet
0: oh listen to that we, Dave, yeah, there's yeah.
2: no punchline at the end of that. Just yeah, nice. Dave,
1: we cannot let our wives listen to this show. Well, uh, and we should tell listeners you've been married since 2019, right? Let Talk yeah. to us in yeah, 2036 and see how, <laughs> yeah, see how that's working out for you.
2: Yeah, I'm just here to represent the uh, ghost of Christmas past and let you know how things were. I don't remember
1: it, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, You know, also a ton of the stuff. I mean, I have really I spent about seven hours on your stuff today. Uh, You do a ton of man on the street type stuff where you go to an event, you know, and you you interview people outside. Um, Yeah. And we've we've got a lot of friends in the media who just hate doing this stuff because you just don't know what you're going to end up getting. Right. And in fact, Rick, we did a this is back in the mid 80s. Rick literally almost got killed. We were doing a stand up in front of farm, or it was at a campground during farm aid in the mid 80s. Yeah. And Rick. Rick almost lost consciousness because a guy was choking he, him. we were on the air, doing oh well, wow. my god! we wow. were on yeah. the air live. He started choking. What did
2: choking. you say? Yeah. Did you say something to? Here I am blaming the victim, but what did you say to this crazy person? Well, that started I, to I joke do what
1: you? all. I do what all. Radio people did. I did the time. I did the temperature. You know, I did the traffic. While well, yeah, Dave was, was there, I, watching me get choked and it kind of like <laughs> describing it
0: for the for the audience, like, wow, what a professional! He's a professional,
1: <laughs> right? It didn't break well, character. Well, well, uh, what instigated
0: the choking? I think the fact that he was just a drunk uh, guy. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, We were I've talking about that. Leonard
1: Skinner, and the next thing I knew, I was in a headlock. <laughs> oh God! Uh, and very possibly he was from St. Louis too. Yeah, he might. You have know, I know, yeah, it they, was. They, you know, we were in Champaign, Illinois, so it was very yeah. really possible that uh, <laughs> could it was have been there. one of your people, <laughs> Ryan.
2: Yeah, or the Illini
0: mascot.
1: Yeah,
2: it could have been
0: <laughs> the former <laughs>
2: Illini mascot. The former Illini mascot. That's right.
1: So do you, do you have any great stories about? Well, not getting asphyxiated, but uh, you know, I, I I would imagine that there's got to be stories there of awkwardness when you're interviewing someone who's just not. I mean,
2: you guys know, man on the street stuff is the. It, it is, it is awkward. It's, it's weird. It's weird to do. Um, it's just strange because, you know, you're in someone's face with a microphone and you're just trying to like ask them what's going on. That's why like, that's why they give that job to like the weatherman on right. the news. You know, they don't actually send like people that they really respect to go do it. They're like, you get out there say the weather but also maybe get choked out it's a horrible experience <laughs> to talk to strangers and then you also have to like get information out of them you know those like in the middle of a sporting event like the halftime the halftime interview right that is man on the street that's what it is it's like it's like just no one really is getting out of anything out of this and it's just, but it seems necessary <laughs>
0: so. but you're doing it for comedy so i mean you're
2: I'm trying to it, do it for it, comedy, it, but that really just makes it more likely that you're going to get choked out. I had a kid uh, take a swing at me in earnest. It's in my um, the Ryan Beck show on YouTube. Um, there in, in the beginning, there's a, a part where I'm getting pushed, and this kid tries to take a swing at me because he didn't like the joke that I made when I was talking to them. This was like 20 minutes ago, so he came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. You know, I watch some of the Jordan Klepper stuff that he does, uh, you know, with that Trump stuff. I, I don't know how he's alive.
2: Seriously, I mean it's just uh it's pretty wild that that uh he can pull that off and that's exactly the thing that's like so hard as you guys know it's so hard and then you just feel uh totally demoralized because you're like was this even funny? Good god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's got to be good training too for a comedian. I mean it's like uh yeah, it uh, takes clever. a lot of
2: improv skills and yeah. you got to talk to people and you got to charm people and be quick on your feet and that stuff is fun when it works. Right. I had a I done a uh i did a thing for comedy central and and wwe it was like a crossover thing and and, um that one was enjoyable because i just was interviewing fans and they are like in a good mood because they're about to see the thing that they want to see you know so like it was like fun for them to be there and and then i could just ask them why you know why why are you here and pretty much get exactly the funny crazy stuff yeah
1: wait have you have, have you seen the uh Heavy metal parking lot videos. Do you know what I'm talking about? The
2: uh, a Buffalo Bills game, or what uh, are we talking about?
0: <laughs> no, there's a, there's a movie out. Uh, it's like uh, all man on the street stuff, but it's at a uh, heavy metal uh, concert in the 80s, and and oh, he, wow. they're interviewing like Judas Priest fans or something like that. And Is it,
2: it's a documentary.
0: It's a documentary. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, you know, unintentionally so. Hilarious! I, I highly recommend you seek it out.
2: Yeah, I imagine these people are ready to uh, die for the band at that point in time.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't really stand the test of time, you know. when you're when you're dedicating you're, you're 22 years old and you're dedicating your life to rocking, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> when you look back and it is like a 55 year old, you're like, oh boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not too many, not the attitudes, the wardrobes, not a lot is holding up the test of time. No,
0: no that's true. Now, when you're doing stand-up, do you have like a, uh, uh, have you learned any uh, methods for dealing with hecklers through some of your stuff that you're doing out on, on the street? Do, do you have like a standard line when you get heckled?
2: No, I definitely don't have a standard line. I think I have a standard attitude. Okay. <laughs> I'm usually pretty upset about it. Um, I have I have lost it a couple of times on on people, but it's mostly like I just have, you know. It it, it really depends on what I like to give the benefit of the doubt, right? Because right. sometimes people are just excited, right? And that's the thing is people. A lot of times people get nervous about doing stand up or any kind of live speaking event. Uh It's a big fear people have public speaking and it's like the the notion that there's anything to be afraid of is pretty much in your own mind. Everyone's rooting for this to go well. No one wants it to be uncomfortable and then occasionally stand up as, you know, you you can't argue with the alcohol that's in someone's system but (laughs) someone wants to um, involve themselves or whatever and it's usually in uh, good fun and you can play it off but if it becomes a problem it's just like you have to just point it out like a parent is what I do and I'll just be like you gotta stop <laughs> I, think, I think I've said you gotta stop uh, more times than I'd, I'd care to admit or I'd be like no one wants you to do this and then the whole crowd will just shame the person it's much easier than me having to do with it do anything or like come up with some kind of really snappy line you know um, but that's just my style. It happens to, to lean to that. Yeah, because I, I go up there. Got a kind of
0: low key kind of approach. Your uh, your yeah, all, I mean, all it, your comedy is kind of low key, and, and it would be kind of weird if you turned into like Attila the Hun uh, <laughs> on a heck yeah. Or, I
2: mean, or, or like uh, any kind of. Um, I mean, I, it's pretty affable, anecdotal stuff about yeah. my family and my thoughts, whatever else. And then you know, I'm usually getting upset about um, small details. And, and so it's a, to lose my mind in an audience member and then get back into why I'm uh, mad about spoons or something would be a little hard. <laughs> yeah. Like these two uh, yeah, anger. Yeah. These. Yeah. It doesn't mad up there.
0: We have a friend yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, named uh, Dobie Maxwell, who's a, a standup comic. And he uh, went to a Cubs game once with uh, um, Jackie, the joke man, you know who he is from uh-huh, uh, yeah. Howard show. And then one other uh, uh, touring comic, And they were sitting there in the stands and some some uh, drunk Cubs fan starts turning around and and heckling them, you know, just uh, like ripping them. And they looked at each other like, you have no idea what you're getting into, kid. You are you are dealing with three professional comedians and we are going to cut you to pieces. (laughs) And they spent the next nine innings just (laughs) carving them up. And they had so much fun
1: that they still talk about it to this day. This happened like 20 years ago. Oh, that's, you know, you had, that's That's you had,
2: it's a good bonding experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you you had mentioned that nobody wants an un, un, you know an awkward experience, but other comedians that are watching a comedian go into an awkward experience, we've had a lot of comedians on. They love it. <laughs> they love it when there's that awkwardness when they're watching yeah. one of their compatriots. You know. Uh, have those well, issues. Well I mean
2: the truth is I think it's because there's some novelty to it because if you hang around a comedy club with enough comedians like you know you got to get over it. you got to do your act so it's like to see something new happen where someone's just really taking it on the chin up there it's like well this is kind of exciting <laughs> yeah, right, <exactly. laughs> that's, that's so mix it up a little bit I don't know if that makes us all sadistic or whatever but it is it is uh, somewhat exciting.
0: So how are you handling the COVID thing? But what? Uh...
2: Oh well, you know. I mean, I'm surprised I haven't got it. To be honest, I'm like one of these dumb guys that keeps lowering his mask to like hear someone better. Yeah, I do I'm like, that sorry, too. Could you, could you speak up? I'm like, what am I doing? Why is? Why am I taking the mask off? I, I can't hear you. Can you seem to spit in my mouth? Would that make you more clear? <laughs> so I'm surprised. I'm I'm handling it by. Trying to stay busy. I'm writing a lot. I'm working on different projects and stuff, just to try to. Whenever things come back, that's what I wanted to be hit the ground running. R- right now, they've opened. I live across the street from what uh one of the Brooklyn mass vaccination places that opened up just like two days ago, and it looks like that scene from ET where they're like the government comes in because everything <laughs> is just covered in plastic. Mm. There are, are the military is just running around like suits. Yeah, there's doctor scrubs and stuff. There's just these big trucks that you know, and it's um, they had to put up these like little mini shelters for the line because the line goes all the way around the block, and um, they had these trucks out there yesterday that was like a children's birthday. You know, you've seen these like big moving trucks that are filled with like party supplies yeah, right. or like tents and stuff. Yeah, That's from the company that they contracted out. It was like a party supply <laughs> company, so it's like birthday parties. Um, retirements and I'm like they need to add vaccinations onto the side of their <laughs> yeah. the truck
0: because have vaccination and a bar mitzvah right? <laughs> a COVID bouncy house right <laughs>
2: oh yeah that'd be perfect <laughs> except for the needles that might not work out yeah
0: that's true there's more to come with our guest on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview right after this we'll be right back
2: Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, it's the bizarre tale of a Rolls Royce Lamborghini car accident. Plus, we talk about the most complex production cars ever made. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast at Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast
0: Network. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Ain't old COVID tests in China. A brand new word for the dictionary. Excuse me, sir, are you operating? <laughs> and my brush with Buckingham's lead singer, Carl Giamarisi. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits.
2: This is Stick to Everything. I'm Larry. And I'm Paul M. Banks. This week, we decide to get a little bit zen with things in this pandemic world. We look at the simpler things things in life and getting back to nature and just how much we've learned to appreciate things we may have overlooked before. Again, doing things simpler, doing things better. And yes, I even talk about my car and how much it still means to me. Is that Zen? We think so. Take a listen. Maybe you'll think the same too. Listen to Stick to Everything podcast with Larry Hawley and Paul M. Banks on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Okay, back to our
0: guest on minutimans celebrity interview.
1: So when are you when, when are you able to go back? I mean, do you have any idea when you're gonna be able to hit the road again? Is it still gosh I don't know there? I really
2: don't know. I mean it takes it's a matter of um, I guess I need to get the vaccine before I would probably be hitting the road and then it's a matter of what states you can you can hit um, to go to. I, I think things are back in New York um, opening back up there, a lot of the restaurants are at 25 percent capacity. Um, that's coming back, and then I think that they're going to legalize weed, so that probably will drop numbers because no one will socialize anymore. Um, you know, but they'll be hungry. Just,
1: they'll be more they'll hungry so hungry, right? to go to the so, restaurant.
2: Yeah, I think that's really the big plan to get the um, service industry back is to just give people weed.
0: Well, if you uh, ever make it through Chicago, we'd love to uh, meet you, hang out, uh, come, oh, come see a your show. We'd I love would to. love
2: that that'd be fantastic. I, I really, um, I've always loved every time I've went, I went, I was in Chicago a couple of years ago and I was, this was so, such a funny thing. I was, uh, I took a bike around Lake Michigan. You know, how you can do that. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, uh, I saw a guy texting and biking. This was like five years ago. He was sending a text message and biking and he hit a trash can <laughs> and he went in the trash can. I was like, this is the greatest city this is the greatest city I've ever been to, and I say that as we're a like Saint the English. Three
1: Stooges, right?
2: It was incredible. It was like seeing, like I don't even know. It was the shooting star of comedy. Like I can't even <laughs> repeat it without sounding like it's total nonsense. Like it's a complete lie. But I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, I don't really understand the pizza, but this is the greatest city. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> so, but, uh, where where can people uh, d- d- talk about your your YouTube channel? Where can people yeah, plug see your away. stuff? Yeah, I your I mean, you so
2: yeah, so I'm at I am Ryan Beck on all the platforms. I um, Twitter and Instagram is mostly where I'm going to put stuff at I am Ryan Beck. In my YouTube, you can find me over there. But um, I got a lot of really fun things that I've worked on, and a lot of really fun. Things that I'm, I'm going to release, but it's just I'm trying to um, you know keep hammering away. I, I want to build my audience. I want to um, share the, my fun things with everything with everybody, and, and that's just kind of how it goes. So I hope that uh, things open back up and I can do that. But at I am Ryan Beck is where you, where you're going to find me online.
0: Well, you're a funny man, and we recommend people go check you out. And thanks very much for being on the show, Ryan.
2: Thanks, fellas. I really appreciate it. And go cards.
0: Yeah. We can edit that out. (laughs) Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks, Ryan. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lozano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows dot com distributed by Ed Silla from the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances.
2: Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The preceding was a presentation of OPI Productions on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
1: Find out other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishoes.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? All right,
0: Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinion. Of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast,
2: an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com.
0: Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this thing. Just a head full of nonsense. That should be the name of the podcast, a head full of nonsense. This show, this podcast, is <laughs> an hour or less it's guaranteed to uplift you. Guaranteed is strong. To help you, to make you laugh, to make you cry. It does that for me, yes. To make you mad. It does that too. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. HopeIshows.com. I love where you it. find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits talking over each other.
1: <laughs> yes. Now they know they got the right show. Now they know it's (laughs)
0: Wow, that ain't going to be a promo.